0: The following is a Logan Agency production. I assure you Friends, family, Folks, loved ones, ladies and gents, what is up? This is the Common Chaos Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kern. Sorry, I'm hitting the desk. Starting this off, starting this off, Rocky. Uh, we are back in your life with another edition of the Common Chaos Podcast. Doing this one a little bit different. It's going to be What a World, Part One or Episode One. Uh, a new. Series of podcasts that I will be doing where I'm just talking about what's going on in the world It's a fucking crazy place every day. There's shit going on Uh, And I met I commented one time on a on a post someone's post. I said what a world I Feel like I'm somehow a part of a joke because every now and then I'll see people comment it comment with that What a world and I feel like that's not some mm, something a lot of people say Um but I see it in my feed a lot, and I think it's people making fun of me, but whatever, it's okay, it's cool. Uh, I've, I've come to <laughs> embrace the idea of people just making fun of me, and I'm now making it a show, so what the fuck you think about that? Uh, so yeah, What a World is just going to talk about all the nonsense that's happening, and all the crazy shit that's going on in the planet that is fucking with our minds and our bodies and our lives uh it's not all bad stuff i know nowadays it's real easy to sit here and go you know well fuck the world's in shambles and nothing's going how it should and we're fucking killing ourselves and we're killing the environment and we're killing animals and we're just a bunch of nonsense but that's not the case the world is a beautiful place and life is a beautiful thing and good things do happen. Uh, so this isn't just a shit show. This is going to be a show uh, where I highlight both or I talk about both and I give you guys something to think about and I share my thoughts and opinions on the things that are going on and I give you guys a chance to chime in. Um, you know, I, I I thank you guys so often and I want to again formally thank you for making this show a success. Every month I go over the analytics and I look at things and even though my content isn't as much as I would like it to be, uh, it's I still... Get love from you guys and I really appreciate it But I need other people to see the love and I need other people to get involved So I'm trying to kick up the engagement and that's one of the purposes of this show Uh, I'm going to talk about relevant subjects and then I'm going to carry those conversations over Into other platforms, Facebook, uh, you know, whatever Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias and all the different types of, of Ways that I engage with people, other podcasts as well The podcast network and the podcast community out here in Austin, Texas is blowing up we have the likes of Knives Monroe and, and Trent Knox and uh, we have uh, the Beer dudes. We have several different major podcasts that are going on throughout the throughout Austin, Texas. Uh, 512 Studios is a host of, of, of uh, a bunch of different uh, types of content. They interview people live. They have you know studio production stuff that they do. Uh, there's just this, this personal, not personal, but this, Uh, alternative media is is definitely growing and booming and right now here in austin shit's going crazy man there's so many people that are that are putting out podcasts and putting out content and different shit going on every single weekend and it's hard to stay up with it all uh but we're doing it there's a network out here and it's growing and it's building strong and um you know it, it, it keeps on moving because people get involved and people are engaged and I know that um, I have f- smart friends and friends that are uh, very well versed in all aspects of life and they have ideas and things that they want to share and I want to help them share that so if you're one of them and you are interested in anything that we're talking about or any type of discussion that we have on this show, be it one of the you know, we, I, I do the, the themed podcast. I do the podcast with guests. I have these now, you know, what a world podcast. Uh, I have working class violence. I participate in other shit. If you have any type, if you, if I at all do something that is relevant to you and you just want to start a discussion about her, you just want to uh, ask questions, pick someone else's brain, dive into things. Let's talk, man. I, I try to open up my platform for everybody to have a voice and everybody to Uh, be able to to engage with one another. Sometimes it starts fights, and that's okay. Sometimes people lose friendships over it, but that's okay. It's part of growing. It's part of being a human being, baby. Um, It's 9-11, guys. Um, And I think it's fitting that I'm doing this episode on 9-11. I didn't plan it this way, uh, but I definitely, once I realized that it was 9-11, I forgot about it for a second, but once I realized it was 9-11, I was like, oh, shit, Um Of course. Of course I'm going to do it. It makes so much sense. Uh, Because if there's ever a day that was full force, what the fuck, I believe it was September 11th, 2001. Uh, If you're old enough to remember the date with any type of uh, conscious memory, you probably remember what you were doing, uh, where you were, who you were with, what was going on uh, that morning. I remember mine very vividly. Um, Woke up. Getting ready to go to school Didn't really pay attention to news Or much of anything at that point I was a freshman 13 years old Going on 14 Heading to work Listening to 99.5 In the morning Casey uh, Was the host Casey in the morning Uh, Shout out to Casey Uh, Cactus Hugs I believe is the project That he does now uh, he is the a legend in the Coachella Valley Palm Springs area So shout out to Casey in the morning uh, if you ever hear this i'm gonna tag you in this so you can hear the shout out because you are loved So you are loved you are an icon you are a legend within the desert and your morning show Got tons of people through their day Uh, you gave people energy you gave people something to wake up for and I really appreciate that and So much so that I remember you Just as much as I remember 9-11 and here's why Um, You're normally a jokester. You're normally uh, a wise guy and You were very funny at least a 13 year old Brian. You were hilarious. You were the funniest dude for the first half of my day and uh, Me and my dad we were driving to school and uh, I had heard you were talking about it and you were very serious your tone was different and That immediately made me go. Oh man. I wonder if this is serious So and I'm asking my dad questions and he's trying to explain the 93 uh, attack, and he's like, "Oh, they did this once before. This is a little bit more serious. I believe at this time, both. Obviously, this by this time, both planes had hit on the west coast. It had already, you know. I'm going to school at eight o'clock, so it's, you know, eleven. I believe the fucking towers had already fallen, if I'm not mistaken. By the time I'd gotten to school, um, you know, so my dad's filling me in. I get to school, my friends are talking about it. I'm, you know, this is before smartphones. This is before all that nonsense." Uh, 2001 obviously, so I mean flip phones, you know information didn't travel as fast. I get into my first class um, Science environmental science and we're watching it on TV It popped up on school TV. So I knew it was serious, right? Like we were watching it in every class every single period It was on TV Repeat 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 towers falling the planes make an impact or whatever footage they had um, I don't think they had plane footage until like after the fact. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, witness that in every period. I don't remember what the fuck I did at all for the rest of that day, but be glued to the television and talk about, uh, the terrorists and 9-11 and all this, because that was right out of the gate. It was a suspected terrorist attack. Um, you know, being 13, I didn't know much about terrorism. I do not know what the fuck was going on. Uh, a very serious event, obviously, uh, you know, we're still going to school Normal things throughout my day are still happening So it's obviously not like You know It's not like a state of emergency where I'm affected But it, I, I don't know if it necessarily Hit me uh, Until it was just everywhere And I remember for days and, and Weeks even after that It was just 9-11 was everywhere And and it was something that you know People were equating it to Pearl Harbor of their times And, 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 and other Travesties and it's sh- it you know all of that made it impactful for me being 13 obviously other people are going to have different uh you know different feelings about it people that were in new york people that have people that were involved in it and you know suffered family losses or whatever it may be it it i don't know it to me it was a very just real moment i'll never forget it i understand the impact on the world that it's made and i understand the impact Uh, In life that it that it's 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 made and it's something that is just Fucking crazy man. It's you wake up and some shit happens and it's like what the fuck you don't understand it And that's I thought it's so fitting for the first episode of this is because it's just that's proof that You wake up one day and shit goes fucking sideways and there's chaos all around us and sometimes it hits a little too close to home Um, and yeah and we've been in the longest war in U.S. history because of it. Uh, we've lost countless soldiers because of it. Uh, we have several arguments and 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 just weird paths and holes have opened up because of 9-11. Uh, we obviously never forget. We obviously want to honor everybody who lost their lives that day. And we obviously want to honor the people that protect us because of the situation and, and uh, answer that call. And... You know, it's a very surreal thing and 18 years later it, it it's still something that we we process every year and it's still something that we go through. However, however it is Not safe from the fucking internet and this is even this further solidifies why i'm doing this fucking show Because the internet the world is fucking crazy guys The internet is so goddamn ruthless and I was talking about this last night with a couple people um through like a, a discussion that we were having uh, on Facebook and somebody said if you're cracking jokes about 9-11 then fuck you You have no respect and just went off and I was like, you know and let me let me tell you my perspective and just let's see if this resonates with anybody Nobody No person, no place, no thing is safe from the fucking internet And when I say safe from the fucking internet, I mean Somebody somewhere out there is the worst person ever And I guarantee you he has access to the internet or she has access to the internet. They have access to the internet. They're going to fucking shit on everybody. And there's several people that are going to be varying degrees of being a shitty person. And they all have access to the internet. With that being said, again, nothing is safe. Every open game. Uh, I described it as the, the, it's the chin check. It's the punch in the face that nobody, uh, it's the it's the punch in the face that not everybody gets. You know, I I feel that if you've been punched in the face, you truly realize that shit can just go sideways at any time and your fight or flight instincts kick in. Um, You know, there's the never trust anybody that's never been punched in the face because they probably don't know how to react under pressure or what have you. They've never been put in a shitty situation. They've never had to fight, whatever. I don't know. But I, you know, getting punched in the face is the most. Not everybody in their life gets punched in the face. But. Not everybody's also subject to being punched in the face They're brought up differently They, you know, maybe cushioned, protected Not around rough parts, whatever it may be The internet is not that The internet is the punch in the face That everybody is susceptible to And you never know when it's gonna fucking happen And with that Comes this relentless understanding That anything fucking goes And... Anybody can be memed, anybody can become like a viral sensation, anybody's world and life can be over because of the internet, and 9-11 is no different, and I say that because of this. I saw a meme that was the infamous porn casting couch, and a picture of the Twin Towers, in flames, mind you, and the caption to the meme said, hey, guess who turns 18 today? I let that process in my head for about 30 seconds and i realized that the internet will forever be undefeated and nothing ever is safe and nothing may ever be safe information privacy your 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 credit card numbers your fucking passwords your cryptocurrencies nothing may i mean obviously the blockchain's a different story and they i think they have that down to where they're like no it's super protected um super secure which may be the case but the standard internet is not and that meme proved it so Yeah, there's that in the world ladies and gentlemen and I hope that woke you up I hope that got you prepared for I'm about to lay on you because it's about to get real Anyways, this is what a world. I hope you guys are ready All I'm really gonna do is talk about shit that's going on give you my opinions about it It's not going to take that much of your time uh, But I hope that it's uh, a dose of information that you need I hope it's if you're not up to current events or You're not staying connected with what's going on in the world around you. I hope that I fill you in a little bit I hope that I can provide some context and just a little bit of information on what's going on Um, Did you guys know? that Hong Kong has been protesting for fucking four months. Okay, uh, so the things I'm going to touch on, some I'm going to go into detail with, some I won't go into detail with. Again, I'm riffing on all the shit that's happening in the world. Hong Kong has been protesting their government for nearly four months. Um, I don't know if any of you guys know this. I've talked to a lot of people that don't know this, and my first response is, go to the internet right now and look into it. The uh, The people of Hong Kong are resilient. They are fucking non stop. They are protesting their government because of an extradition bill that was uh put in the that was it was brought up and was gonna be on a ballot or was gonna be implemented through some process that they have in Hong Kong and the people lost their shit. Uh a little bit of background, the extradition bill would have allowed people that committed crimes in other parts of the world to be extradited from hong kong from other territories to be extradited from hong kong uh this is all stemming from a case that happened in taiwan several years ago um where two hong kong residents went to taiwan the man murdered the female then went back to hong kong they figured out that the man murdered the female but he cannot be extradited and held accountable for his crimes because hong kong doesn't allow that so the hong kong government was going to pass a law that allowed that for this purpose, to get this guy out of there and to, I guess, solve this case, the people of Hong Kong decided, hey, we're not going to take that because it uh, it threatens our, our freedom, our liberties, our sovereignty. Um, to sum up what's going on with Hong Kong and China, China basically is oversees Hong Kong, but Hong Kong has 50 years of sovereignty, um, which was a part of the agreement when Hong Kong was uh sold back to china back in the 90s and they believe that this threatens that because within the law china was allowed to extradite people from hong kong and they believe that that gave too much power to china over hong kong and it's created this rift so the people are protesting people are protesting over their rights they want um a couple different well now that the protests have gone on for so long they're looking for five things they're looking to have proper representation in court from um Uh, And proper investigation procedures For police brutality during the protests Uh, They want a Complete withdrawal of the bill So it's not even So it's not brought up in future um, I guess in future sessions Or it's not fast-tracked into law By some sort of process they have in Hong Kong I guess that that was a big worry for the citizens Is they said, hey, you guys are just suspending the bill Um, We want it Completely taken off the table So you can't, you know, pass it secretly When some other shit's going on, um, and it's just been this back and forth tug of war, uh, between the Hong Kong government and the Hong Kong people, and they have done some pretty amazing things during this protest, uh, there have been several different protests that have had well over half a million people involved, um, and what's interesting is the Hong Kong government and the Chinese government are both trying to downplay the size of the protests, and they're only saying that maybe 100,000 people, 150,000 people are showing up. But, I mean, the internet, again, it exists. People are getting the information out, people are sending out footage and video you know, videos, pictures, people that are attending the events, and attending the protests, people that are just in the city of Hong Kong, um... It's apparent that a lot of people are showing up. So half a million people several different times are showing up in Hong Kong, protesting through the streets. Week over week, this is happening. Um, There's almost uh, three events every single week that are going on. There have been instances of brutality from uh, Hong Kong law enforcement. So there's been several pieces of footage where uh, not only are Hong Kong police being violent with protesters, but also... Uh, anti-protesters which are i guess uh sympathizers for for the loss uh, for the law hong kong sympathizers i guess um there's gr- subgroups of them that are attacking protesters um one girl got hit in the eye with uh some sort of projectiles so one of the protests featured uh several people with eye patches on um there's been several different protests that have involved uh american flags where everybody is is waving an american flag or is in possession of american flag and it's a symbol that they're using to represent freedom uh a couple days ago i believe two or three days ago they uh, all rallied and marched to the american consulate uh in hong kong and chanted and sang for freedom and to join them in their fight it's fucking crazy man <laughs> there's one of the more i think surreal parts of this is the the footage that's coming out that's actually Showing how crazy this has gotten, there's there's some really cool aerial aerial footage of they did a human chain that basically outlined Hong Kong. It was a hundred, I think, two hundred and ten thousand people uh, did this did this human chain with like LED lights, and they went over uh, some pretty big monuments within Hong Kong. They did, I think, the coastline. They did some pretty crazy uh, human chain that was like twenty six kilometers long, some outrageous amount long. Um, there was instances and video footage of one of the Hong Kong government buildings. They were on the top, the military force or the law enforcement, and they were shooting tear tear gas into the crowd to like disperse the, the, the protesters. And I'm telling you, these people are resilient. They have it down to a T. The tear gas would hit the ground and a group of them would come over and cover it with like a cone or some sort of like... Weird maybe like a trash can that You know like a trash can where you take like the cylinder Off and then the trash can's underneath and it's got like The lid on it you know they would take trash cans Or traffic cones or something that was like that And they would put it over the tear gas They would tie something off on it and then they'd move on To the next one so they were purposefully Like dismantling this tear gas In groups they had a system down They've also taken down a bunch of uh, Street cameras that Hong Kong has around All around the city and completely dismantled them Uh, They shut down the airport For three days so all flights in and out of hong kong were canceled there was actually hostages taken by the protesters uh there was a couple gentlemen that were accused of being undercover police officers uh that was later found out that they were journalists but they were basically beaten by protesters there's also been some some uh like some opposite noise uh that's that's making its way through as well uh people that are pleading to stop the protests there's people that are pleading that the protests uh if they do continue it's just going to force the government to push back even more Um, it's going to force the government to retaliate in some way down the line. Many people believe that this is going to be like Tiananmen Square number two. Uh, there's a bunch of different ways that this can kind of go, but it's interesting to see Hong Kong, um, just three and a half months straight protesting. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people are taking to this cause. They believe that their freedoms are at, are at risk. They believe that they are being, um... You know, they basically believe that they're being stripped of their rights. And in a way, they kind of are. It's an extradition bill, uh, you know, basically granting power to other countries and territories to, you know, take citizens basically out of the country and charge them in the countries that they commit these crimes. Granted, it is, you know, targeted towards criminals, so it makes sense to have something in place like that. Um, But at the same time, I think the Hong Kong people notice that there's... uh, I, you know, when you have hundreds of thousands of people that are supporting this cause and they're making statements like this, there's, you know, I, I believe that there's probably a potential, there's something there that the people know that they're afraid to, they don't want happening. And I think that's why they're calling to so many people. You know, they're calling to for support from uh, the UK, from a lot of the countries in the European Union. They're basically asking Trump in a way to, to help. Uh, there were several people at the rally that was at the U.S. consulate and asked about what they thought about American situation, America's situation currently. And a lot of people uh, even, I don't know if they necessarily supported Trump, but they were saying, hey, we see the elections and we see that a guy like Trump can be elected into president, into presidency because the people have the power, uh, and that's what we want. We want to be able to have freedoms. We want to be able to uh, be autonomous and, and be able to not have to can find any weird regulations or rules regarding their their rights and it makes sense uh there are ways that you guys can donate to the cause as well there is a website i'm actually going to pull it back up again because i forgot the name but it's super simple but there's a website that you guys can go to um that actually has um like a got a lot of good links to Uh, causes like this i know that you can also donate to a lot of the causes in africa like with wells building and stuff i don't know if you guys are familiar with fight for the forgotten but that's also i mean that's something separate than this website where you can find links and resources and stuff but there's always obviously stuff going on um all around the world that not just here in america but all around the world that you can donate contribute to uh, a lot of great causes like Fight for the Gotten, uh, like the Hong Kong protests. Uh, so if you guys ever think that it's something that you're interested in, I definitely recommend doing it. I'm getting that website for you right now. I need a producer, guys. I need a producer. Um... If you guys go to, all right, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that towards the end of the episode, just because I don't want to waste too much dead air, um, but I will get that for you guys. Uh, it's basically a website where yeah, you can figure out about a lot of political movements, um, any type of basic social movement that's going on uh, that has garnered attention. You guys can find out where to find the proper resources and donate for all that, so. I'll get that to you guys. Moving on to the next one. Um, So I don't know if you guys have been following the Brexit thing, but that's also got some crazy shit going on. So the Queen just said that, yo, uh, for those of you that are not aware, the UK is trying to leave the European Union. They're calling it Brexit. Um, It was supposed to take effect October 31st. Uh, they're calling a no-deal Brexit on October 31st if they can't come up with some sort of compromise to keep the UK in the European Union or make this Brexit deal worth their while. Uh, Boris Johnson, who is being called the uh, UK's Trump, is running the show, and they're just fucking revolting and going crazy over there. They're not really going crazy. There's uh, actually, it's I guess, it's not nearly as uh, crazy as Hong Kong. Uh, But there are a lot of people that are freaking out about it because it is basically the UK separating themselves from the European Union, potentially causing some trade issues, some agreement issues within other countries, Northern Ireland in particular, just because Ireland and Northern Ireland already have their beef going on. Uh, Northern Ireland would stay a part of the EU where the Southern part wouldn't. And then that's a whole like border crisis that they got to worry about. So people in the UK are going crazy, Um, but we are seeing something similar to what we are experiencing over here with Trump's administration shrinking and getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I believe yesterday, the 10th, he, uh, I guess it was said that he fired uh, John Bolton, who is the um, the national security advisor to Trump. Uh, and I think that's a pretty important position that Trump needs uh, to have. Obviously there's an interim position that's being, uh, that is, somebody's taking the interim position. I don't know who that person is, but John Bolton was that person. He was a national security advisor to Trump. And it was fir- it first came out that he was fired, but then Bolton came out and said, "No, let's you know, let's get the record straight. I resigned. I turned in my resignation letter." Uh, but that was, I guess, after a discussion that him and Trump had, where Trump felt that he wasn't fulfilling his role properly. Uh, the reason I'm bringing that up is because the elections are coming up, and I've been also talking to a lot of people about the elections and if they're interested in what's going on on the Democratic side or the Republican side and how that whole thing is going on. So I thought that that was relevant to talk about because tomorrow night, the twelfth is the i think the third major democratic debate where they've got 10 people going at it uh it's a fight for the fight for the best to see who is going to go into this celebrity death match 2020 uh and there's also people that are in the republican party that are trying to challenge trump i don't know if any of you guys knew that but apparently that is a thing it happens a little bit more frequently than i think a lot of people would imagine um but yes he does have some people within his own party the republican party that gop um Yeah, he's got a couple people challenging him, which is interesting. Uh, And he freaked out today because he realized that his ratings were dropping. That was kind of funny. Um, He's also going real crazy on Twitter. Not that he's normally not crazy, but he's going extra crazy with the insults. Uh, And my friend also believes he had a Freudian slip in admitting that uh, Melania and him don't actually have a kid together, but it's only Melania's kid. That's a weird theory. Uh, But there are a lot of weird Trump incest theories out there that I find... Odd and at the same time, like I'm not interested in him, but I would imagine if there's anything that, like, I'm not surprised by anything that comes out of this motherfucker's mouth or anything that happens to him or that just comes from his realm of the world, his life, nothing surprises me. Tax evasion, yeah, he probably did do it. Russian co- collusion, he's probably Russian. He probably is a fucking, he probably really is Russian. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't doubt anything this motherfucker does. And, um, Yeah, he's just he's always saying outlandish shit. So that's no news. Um, The election is getting pretty interesting. There's a lot of top candidates in there. I know that a lot of people are pulling for Bernie, Elizabeth Warren, Andrew Yang has his Yang Gang 2020 going on. Uh, I do like Andrew Yang. I know a lot of people think that he's going to throw a wrench into the whole into the whole thing, uh, and all the college kids are going to go up in arms because he's promising UBI. And if he doesn't win the primary, then it's just going to be people resorting to not going for a Democratic nominee again. Uh, I don't necessarily believe that's the case. I think he may pick up a vice presidency spot. I think if you get Bernie, um, if you get Bernie in that main spot, him and Andrew Yang, I think, I think that's a one-two. Power punch right there baby Um, If you guys are following the election I'd love to hear your thoughts on what's going on The only reason I say to follow the election Again I'm not a political genius or support political. Well I'm a political supporter But I support the idea of like Government and politics I don't necessarily support specific politics But um, That was a lot Uh, My point being is You know it's important to know what's going on I think that's apparent uh, being educated people a, a well-informed people A well-informed public uh, The elections are coming up, it's 2019 This time next year we're going to be doing a drumroll To see who our fucking president is uh, And it's been a shit show So it could continue to be a shit show We could enter shit show part 2 uh, Shit show chapter 2 um, And it could be interesting So I hope you guys are all uh, Involved in some sa- shape or form With what's going on there, and if politics depresses you guys, then fear not, because I have some good news, all right? I know I hit you with Brexit. That's pretty chaotic. I know I hit you with the Hong Kong protest. That's chaotic as fuck. I just gave you a little bit of politics speak, which nobody really likes. I apologize. I kept it short. Are you ready for the big news? Go, guys. There's some good news here. You ready, guys and gals? I'm going to stop saying guys, too. Vaping's finally killing people. Can we all rejoice here? Can we all rejoice and say, cool, hey, vaping's finally doing its job. It's it's r- getting rid of the weak ones. It's weeding them out. Uh, we, we're losing people to this. I think it's a testament to how ridiculous that is uh, and how horrible vaping is. So be gone with all of you. Stop smoking. Stop vaping. Just stop now. Uh, I also see a bunch of people going up in arms about how if you're trying to ban vapes, but you're not gonna ban cigarettes, what the fuck is going on? You know what's going on, people? It's fucking real life. And cigarettes, cigarette, the tobacco lobbyists, and the fucking drug lobbyists, and people want vaping gone because it's getting people away from smoking cigarettes and funneling money into that hole. So, of course, people are gonna try to get vaping eliminated, of course. Of course they're going to try to get vaping eliminated as the new hot topic when uh, nobody's talking about guns. Of course they're going to fucking focus on vaping. Of course they're going to focus on any little thing that they can focus on, guys, because it's fucking stupid. People are dying from vaping because they're buying cheap THC cartridges, apparently. So, rundown with that is, Uh, a couple hundred people have been hospitalized all throughout the country. I believe six people have died because of this. As of September 11, six people have died, if I'm not mistaken, uh, because of an acute lung illness that is rapidly progressing, and uh, there was a 17-year-old that died, so I don't think it's killing kids. It, a lot of people are sick. There's hundreds of people that are ill, uh, and I also believe that it's not just the THC products, but it happens to be like an oil that is being used in these uh, off-brand THC vapes. And, but it is also an, a vitamin E oil that is used in regular vaping. It's just not used in the amounts or in the quality, I guess, that it was being used in these off-market ones. Uh, there was too much, or it was a there was something that was off with the particular ones in these off-market brands. Uh, but the vitamin E oil is used in just standard vaping products. Uh, it provides a consistency to the liquid, so it burns dif- so it burns properly. And you know it's 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 a key thing to this whole fucking vaping industry, and it's now fucking people up, which I think has uh, been the concern for most people that have been uh, outspoken about the vaping thing. I personally just think it looks stupid. <laughs> I think you look uh, foolish with your cloud of smoke But I also used to smoke hookah on a daily basis And would do the same thing with a hookah And I'm not from the Middle East So I was probably appropriating it in some way And I don't really give a fuck about that But I did look like a tool I did look stupid And I regret it So for all you vapers out there I am speaking from some experience Just stop Definitely don't look cool The wedding vape picks Get out of here Any type of vape pick that is taken Get the fuck out uh, i've been there done that get out of it guys stop it stop it now if you don't you're gonna die and if that's not warning enough then i don't know what is uh so gave you a little bit of good news there we've got a planet that was discovered okay so a planet was discovered 111 light years away it's good distance don't really know how far that is in normal time but it's okay 111 light years away guys you ready for this Potentially has an atmosphere and sustainable elements for life. What do you think about that? It has water. It has an atmosphere. It has a rocky, green, land-like terrain throughout the planet. And I think it's like three times the size of Earth. They're calling it a mega planet. Boom, bitch. We, we good. We good. We're good. We're good, guys. We can fucking use this one up. It's fine. We got another hundred years. We're going to be Okay. Okay, alright, hear me out We got 100 years Cool, burn this bitch up Mars, Mars is just like a rest stop Mars is just gonna be like a bunch of pods Where you can go to sleep Go to fuck, go to eat Be on your way You're not gonna stay there for any long periods of time You're not gonna be there for too long It's just a, it's one of many rest stops On our trip to this other planet that we found It's gonna be great I'm almost positive that uh, it's going to be a great time and we're just going to fucking love it up in space and another planet, Earth Earth 3. I don't know if that was necessarily good news or bad news because I twisted it with the whole climate change and we're all going to die. Speaking of, we're all going to die. Did anybody listen to the Neil deGrasse Tyson episode of uh, Rogan? If not, I encourage you to do so, A, because it's Neil deGrasse Tyson, and what I love about NDT Is he always explains things in a way that At least makes it easy to kind of comprehend Uh, Granted, I still don't know everything that he's talking about when he's talking about it Uh, He explains things in a way where I go Oh, okay, cool I believe you Um, You know, when he explains that the earth isn't flat And why it's not flat And how uh, water freezes and can break pipes And pressure and atmospheric pressure And things like that I believe him because he sounds like he knows what he's talking about And, you know, I have no reason to not believe Neil deGrasse Tyson I guess I don't know he seems like a trustworthy guy Uh, him and Rogan's podcast was outrageous as usual they interrupted each other tons of times uh, but that's okay you know we're not perfect and um, I did realize that uh, every time Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about the inevitability of uh, the human species and where he thinks we're going and what he what he's concerned about uh it 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 it's kind of scary um and i've heard rogan say that when neil degrasse tyson talks about like shit in space coming at us like asteroids uh he, he feels that that's a real concern that we should worry about uh he he was talking about on the podcast about how insignificant we are as a species and how uh throughout the timeline uh of of like human accomplishments uh the technological accomplishments that we're eventually going to embark upon are going to outweigh the human accomplishments so like being a human is not going to matter essentially uh which will eventually be the turning point to the human uh, machine integration which we all know is coming that's inevitable right cyborgs um cyborg is i believe what that is half human half Robot, cyborg, right? Um, and yeah, hearing Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about that is like, fuck, it's pretty depressing guy. It's pretty, it's a bleak outlook. You don't have a whole lot of faith in anything. Uh, you know who else doesn't have faith in anything? America and its spies. So we had a spy in Russia. I don't know if you guys heard about this. We had a spy in Russia that was a, I guess, a high-ranking official within the higher executive branches in the Russian government. So Putin people, hanging out with Putin people, was this spy. And apparently uh he got hot. There was a, there was a, somebody got tipped off that he was, in fact, a 007. No, that's fucking not, that's KGB, right? Yeah, no, Bond's KGB. He's British, so he's not fucking, he's definitely not, definitely not a US spy. So... Fuck it. U.S. spies aren't good anyways. Get him back over here. Don't get him killed. Uh, But yeah, we had a spy. He got caught. Russia found out about it. He got that hot tip. uh, And we brought him back. And not many people seem to be complaining about it. The fact that we, too, have spies in Russia and that we, too, are little scoundrels trying to gather information on the other countries so we can make sure that we're bigger and better than them and that they don't have the cool gadgets that we don't have. Uh, and there was also that huge nuclear explosion that happened in Russia. So they got a bunch of crazy shit going on. Spies are getting brought back over. Fucking nuclear explosions. Chernobyl 2.0. Um, people died. Like six people died. It was. They said that it was a, an artillery explosion. Uh, a misfire of a missile. Uh, but a lot of nuclear scientists and people in that in those fields are like, yo, bro, are, are your reactors all intact still? Because we're picking up radiation. There's a ton of nonsense going on. Uh, I think there was three or four uh, nuclear plants that detect like radiation levels within the atmosphere that got triggered by the explosion that went off. And yeah, people were, were tripping out for a second. We're not talking about it anymore for whatever reason. Um, you know, Russia's blowing up leaking nuclear shit into our atmosphere, killing us even quicker. Nobody cares. Uh, So I guess we got that figured out. Uh, Residents of Brazil are suing Bolsonaro because he's an asshole and he uh, lit the fucking forest on fire on purpose. Everybody knows that. If you think that these... Burns were uh, the normal controlled burns that happen yearly. You're out of your fucking mind. They are trying to kill the rainforest. They just released documents that they're trying to stop AAA, which is a program aimed at preventing uh, Amazon... Deforestation as well as two other major rainforests, not just the Amazon Uh, But they were intentionally burning the fuck out of the Amazon as fast as they could for as long as they could until countries actually stood in and said Hey, listen, we're not gonna let you do this and we're gonna stop, you know, trading We're gonna we're gonna halt on some of our agreements that we have and then they fucking took care of the fire Uh, They're trying to take action over there in Brazil, and I believe that we should, sue. uh yeah, no, fuck them. That shit was intentional. We're not talking about the Amazon fires anymore, and I get it, guys. We don't want to beat dead horses. You can't talk about anything for too long on the internet, and I support that. Nothing should live forever, especially humans, and especially shitty humans. Bolsonaro, lit the fucking forest on fire. Get him the fuck out of here. I, don't, I know it's not our choice, but come on, guys. This is fucking ridiculous. It's Let's... Uh, let's focus on the fucking shit that's real and, like, the destruction of the environment. Very apparent. Uh, and what's triggering that... I'm going back to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson explained that when the ice caps melt, that it's going... It's all freshwater, and it's all going to dilute the salt water that's in the ocean because that's where the ice caps sit currently, and it's going to displace a bunch of fish and a bunch of sea life because it's not going to be able to thrive with lower levels of uh, salt in the water, right? Um... And then it's going to contaminate the fresh water, which we can use, because we don't have a whole lot of it here on Earth. Uh, Only 8% of the water on the planet is fresh water. Okay, yeah, it's recycled all the time through rain and, you know, that whole cycle. Uh, But that whole cycle is only being more contaminated because of the shit that's in the atmosphere that builds up in the rain anyways. So we have a whole bunch of fresh water. It makes sense why Trump wanted to buy fucking Greenland, because it's all ice. And he wants fucking fresh water and more money, and it makes total sense. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said something that shook me to my core on that podcast and he said future wars will be fought over fresh water Future wars will be fought over who has the fresh water Fuck Fuck my guys I know I say my guys a lot sorry I'm giving you more good shit I promise I'm not ending on the destruction of the world yet Yet, I said Uh, Oh, the new Chappelle show If I can talk about that real quick Okay, first of all, fuck Vice Um, And if you feel that I'm coming in a little bit hotter On this episode than I do my other episodes You best believe that what a world Is going to be about Brian coming in hot On everything All hot takes Uh, I was thinking about doing it like live video But I don't have time for that bullshit So, all hot takes from Brian Um, uh, Chappelle's a fucking legend Chappelle's God Chappelle is comedy royalty forever And um, I know he's a fucking punchline for a bunch of memes right now Because it's like the 2000s Fucking renaissance They're all coming back Everything's coming back in the 2000s There's a Tool album that's peaking number one Fucking Chappelle's the hot shit You know it's fucking crazy Um but his stand-up, Sticks and Stones. If you guys haven't watched that, please do so. Um, I'm a huge comedy fan. Uh, I feel that that's a passion of mine, and it's something that I, you know, I obsess over comedy to a degree. I watch comedy, you know, endlessly YouTube videos, clips. I've, I fucking have backlogged several fucking comedy specials, uh, you know, and I I've, I like to think of myself as a comedy guy and i believe that dave Chappelle has put out one of the most honest comedies one of the most uh one of the most honest transparent and necessary comedy specials uh i mean without a doubt i mean this fucking decade i don't know if anybody's put anything out in the last 10 years that is as impactful as that uh, and the reason I say impactful is because he doesn't hold back any punches. It's it's Chappelle being Chappelle doing what he wants when he wants, uh, which is his, his his that's what he does. Uh, hence, why he left the Chappelle Show to begin with. You know, he didn't like the way that the system or Hollywood or whatever it was. He didn't like how any of that operated. Um, so he decided to step aside. He he gives a great joke about being allowed to say. Uh, being allowed to say either nigger or faggot and when he emphasizes the punchline to that joke it it it's just like man you fucking that is it you 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 have that joke right there is so like slapstick yet so brutal and honest and you know Going through the fucking alphabet scheme With the LGBTQT All that stuff Uh, Talking about the Michael Jackson And the R. Kelly stuff He's I I said that he is saying everything That everybody is feeling Or that everybody is trying to say And he's doing so Without remorse And without uh, Restraint Because he's not He doesn't care He doesn't give a fuck And it's brilliant. And I loved it, I laughed I fucking laughed nonstop. I believe that it's our You know, pe- Eddie Murphy's Raw Obviously fucking Richard Pryor Carlin does great, thoughtful, thought-provoking shit uh, You know I believe that this is truly one of the best comedy specials Of the last Of the 2000s, 100% um, Maybe of, I mean, I think it's up there You know, I I obviously didn't grow up with Pryor or with Eddie Murphy, and I didn't grow up in that time Um, You know, I I grew up Dane Cook, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart Like, those are the guys that I've grown up watching And that have, uh, you know, really set, I think, the standard for the comedy that grips people Obviously, I love Carlin, I love Richard Pryor, I love Eddie Murphy, I love the things they talked about But for someone that actually spoke for something in the comedy world I mean you kind of have like Larry the Cable Guy's Beacon for Rednecks I guess. I don't know, you don't really have anybody that has like a you don't have anybody that I well I mean, you definitely have the groups that have their comedic voice uh, and they're representative in the comedy in the comedy community. But I don't think there's anybody that really represents like the frustration of the people or the ideas of the people more than Dave Chappelle does currently in and his, his stand-up special. I believe his stand-up special truly grasped what it is to be uh, an American that is confused and gets up goes to work every day and just does what he can or she can to survive and get by and you probably question a lot of things that are going on you probably question decisions that are being made not only that affect you but that affect the world and other people's lives and i think that he uh beautifully captures that so if you haven't had the opportunity to live to listen to sticks and stones by dave Chappelle. I highly recommend that you do I side I side with relief after that special I really did um I didn't think that there was one missed beat I didn't think that there was uh anything that really was outlandish or out of line I mean it's fucking comedy people people that still get offended by comedy people that still think that telling fucking jokes or can be sexist or racist or uh you know people come on people know people know what comedy is and what's really trying to breakthrough and 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 where people are coming from when they're when they're listening to comedy or they're performing comedy and if you get offended by that kind of stuff you know it's it's not meant to be nerfed people world's not meant to be safe uh you know hence the whole chaos and order thing bitches we're almost done guys i promise uh yeah i'm gonna end on probably the most positive note as of late um the the music that has been released in the fucking world, my friends Oh my god, new music lately has been phenomenal Um, I really do believe That this is probably one of the best summers we've had For new music in a long time, I know Kanye had Good summer, uh But it's, fuck, I don't know Man, this summer, has, this year so far For music has been completely ridiculous It has been insane, recently The albums that have dropped that I have had In rotation and that have been Uh, piquing my interest and getting me Motivated, getting me through my runs, get me through my Workouts, um I've got the new Tool, obviously. If you haven't heard of Fear Inoculum, the new Tool album, 13 years later, 13 years after the album 10,000 Days, Tool has released their latest album. It is phenomenal. Uh, It's something that obviously you have to be a Tool fan to get or you have to be at least a fan of music to get. Tool, they have fucking the craziest fans on the planet. Uh, They're brilliant, and it's a phenomenal album, front to back, uh, I can't really say that, I, I mean, this isn't a music show, I'm not going to give reviews that style I'm just trying to get you guys to understand the beauty and the order that this music restores uh, You know, I believe that music is a driving force of life Art is a driving force of life, I believe, music being an art um, you, It's beautiful and it, it brings out emotions and feelings in people that allow them to create great things that allow them to get through great things it moves people in ways it grips people it excites people it puts people through roller coasters of emotions and that's exactly what music does for me and that's why i'm telling you guys that the music lately has been phenomenal tools album uh probably takes the cake it's probably my most favorite recent album that's been released uh fear inoculum go check it out slipknot also has their new album out uh if you're a fan of slipknot and you're a fan of just their chaotic presence and performances is a great album i actually i listened to this album uh so this album and the new kill switch engage album dropped at the exact same time both of them are phenomenal and i know a lot of people were kind of given the gripe about which one was better and versus one versus the other and i didn't really like that uh just because both bands kill switch has been more active obviously with album releases as of late but they're just nonstop. they're brutal everything that they do is emotional everything that they do with jesse leach back at the helm is uh i mean i don't want to say groundbreaking like it's changing anything in the metal world but it's kill switch man you, you from from fucking uh their first album uh the end of heartache once they had howard jones in the album uh, the two or three albums that he was on then you get jesse leach back in the band They just don't stop they're pheno- they're a phenomenal band They put on out phenomenal music every single time they release something and it just so happened that it got dropped around the time That the new slipknot album came out And so people were coming in with the new slipknot album about how it was groundbreaking and taking new turns and new angles uh, Which it is. It's not your standard slipknot album. There's almost like an edm dance presence to it f- Slightly I, I forget. I even said dance a slight electronic element to it. That's all it is. Uh Lincoln Parkish, if you will, for a little bit, but it's Corey Taylor being Corey Taylor and commanding his band like he does as always. Uh it is a beautiful album. I've had several playthroughs on it. Uh it really got me jacked during my runs. I've been doing a lot of outdoor runs lately, and that has gotten me through several of them. The new North Lane album, Alien. Has also dropped if you're more of the um, underground metalcore fan uh, You may be familiar with uh, Northlane They're from uh, New Zealand I always thought that they were from Australia But they're not, they're from New Zealand Um, And they have a new album called Alien It's a little bit different from the normal Northlane stuff It is very Marcus Lane Marcus Lane is what they're calling the band uh, After their frontman Marcus took over um, Which... I mean, it's Northlane. I love it. Uh, it's definitely a little bit of a different transition going kind of new metal core. Uh, and I know that bothers a lot of people. It does bother me. I can't stand new metal core. Uh, I believe that's emotional. Uh, I think that's like an emotional thing, though, from just new metal back in the day. And it triggers me in a bunch of different ways. So. Uh it's probably just my angsty teenage coming out not like in the nu thrown in front of metalcore uh but it's also really shitty when you try to add like DJs and turntables to really aggressive screaming music and then when you take all the technical riffs away and it's just a bunch of fucking open palm mutes and breakdown chuggy lug stuff you lose me real quick uh, and a bunch of bands are doing that talking about you Kane Hill and fucking Polaris and fucking whatever uh but yeah the new metalcore sound on the northlane album isn't bad it's still aggressive uh it's still intricate it's not as uh shreddy and and inner uh not as technical as their earlier stuff but it is it is technical just in a different way it's very intricate like i said a lot of uses of electronics and uh, effects uh a lot of different approaches to their music uh to the structures of their songs as well so it's definitely another northlane album and it's phenomenal um I mean those are my metal ones guys Obviously I gotta get the metal out of the way IDK has a new album Is He Real It's phenomenal Uh, I believe that IDK is a quick climber in the hip hop ranks Uh, I believe that he's I mean you're gonna probably see him on uh, Freshman Nonsense He's already done a a Trippy Red, Fresh Beats or whatever that fucking is Uh, He's already been featured on Adult Swim and all their mixtapes He's done the Adult Swim Festival uh i think that he's probably one of the better hip-hop artists that's coming up right now and he's got a crazy backstory uh he explains it in all his albums uh, what i love about him is through every one of his albums you get this real complex look at his life uh through different aspects on this album he talks about being addicted to sex and fucking a bunch of bitches and being crazy and fucking not having a father figure and funk- flunking out of school uh in his other fucking albums he talks about going to jail and a bunch of other real shit He's phenomenal. I D K. Three letters. Remember him. Uh his new album is He Rules Out Now. Uh Earth Gang also has a new album out. I heard somebody reference Earth Gang as the new uh outcast. And now I can't forget that. Now I can't I can't not make that comparison now. And whenever I listen to their new album, I just I don't know. It's hitting me different. I'm kinda mad that I read that comment. I really am. Um because now it's let me listen to the earth track just a little bit differently but anyways new music guys please listen to it please get please get hyped uh that's it i'm tapping out 55 minutes uh i hope that this wasn't a fun episode for you guys uh that's what these episodes are going to be these what a world uh i'm going to touch on some some relevant topics that are going on i'm not going to so much draw a theme to them or try to teach any lessons or give any type of like instructions not even that's what i do i know that when i do my solo episodes i like to have an overarching theme and i like to be able to tie the theme of the fucking episode to relevant shit that's going on um and in order for me to do that i have to come up with a theme and then i have to match it to things and then i have to come up with like relevant connections and make it make sense and those ones are fun and awesome Uh, but what I really want to do is I want to start discussions and I want to have discussions with people and get people moving, get people thinking, get people talking about things. Uh, vegetative states are not, not vegetative states. That was the wrong thing. Vegetative states is if you're like in a coma or a fucking, yeah. Uh, sedentary states where you're not moving or getting off the couch or putting your phone down or talking to people or interacting with people are bad i get caught in them all the time and i have to remove myself from those situations and force myself to engage with people and interact with people and just take the world in a little bit differently than uh just you know being on my own and and and, uh keeping myself and it's important that you guys do that too i know that a lot of people don't like to open their news feeds or their uh you know they don't like paying attention to the news that's on tv mainstream media because it's all bad it's all shootings it's all terror it's all nonsense Uh, which, hey, man, life is tough. Life is rough. Yes, it is. Uh, It can get kind of weird out there, but there are good things, good things like music, good things like arts, good things like martial arts, uh, sports, love, connections, scientific discoveries, uh, curing diseases, figuring out fucking solving crimes. There's good things out there, people, and it's important that when you're uh, fed your daily Fed your daily bread And you take it all in And you want to know What's going on in the world uh, It's important You get both sides The good and the bad uh, And a little bit Of the ugly in between And that's what We're all about here As always Commonchaos.net For all the episodes Again This episode is brought to you By the Logan Agency You can find us At theloganagency.com You can also find us Wherever podcasts are found Stitcher iTunes uh, Google Fucking Spotify Spotify Spotify, fish, bitch. What? Say something. Stockton, 209. They just announced one of the craziest fight cards of all time for Madison Square Garden, UFC 244. Um, With that being said, I'm bringing working class violence back. I've already done a couple episodes. Uh, That's going to be exclusively through Facebook for right now. I'm just going to go hop on Facebook Live, do some video feeds, cover some fights, talk about uh, the fight world and what's going on there. I'm looking to cover jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, boxing, looking to cover it all. Um, So I'm bringing that back. Look for that on Facebook. I'll also be doing Instagram stuff with that, but that's just, that working class violence is something I really want to bring to you guys. I've been really involved with fighting for a long time and I want to be able to, uh, present that to you guys in a way that's enjoyable and digestible Um, and me and alex Uh, who's also a part of working class violence started about a year ago doing podcasts Uh, and we've got a lot going on so it's hard for us to get together, but i've i've remolded it and Uh, i'm bringing it back as a part of common chaos. He's still going to be involved I'm gonna try to involve as many people from the jiu-jitsu and MMA community out here in austin and back home in california um you know, because that's a very important part of my life. It's a very big part of my life, and I feel that if I can bring that to the people and show that side of me, uh, it lets you people, it lets you guys know who I am a little bit more, uh, and then it also gives you guys perspective and a little bit of uh, a little bit of insight and you know some things that have helped me. Maybe it can help you. Maybe it can help people you know. Uh, so yeah, working class violence. I'm gonna be doing a recap or a preview for this weekend's fight, which features Donald Cowboy Cerrone and Justin Gaethje. Look forward to that. Uh, what a world new series guys gonna try to do one of these every single week if I can Uh, or or i'm sorry once a month uh, just because I feel like I can compile a bunch of stuff and throw it to you in one episode like I did this one Uh, not getting rid of the regular solo episodes. Those are back in your life every single week Um, and i'm building up guests again. I told you guys that I was gonna work on Uh some consistency in these episodes and getting shit out there and then bring the guests in and And that's what's happening. So I got some guest announcements coming up for you guys. I also have a giveaway that I'm going to be announcing on my next episode. So get ready for that. If you guys like free shit, now is your chance to get it, son. Uh, The Common Chaos on Instagram. The Common Chaos on Twitter. Common Chaos on Facebook. Of Brian of Death on Instagram and Twitter. That is my personal one. That's where all the good shit happens. I love you guys. Um, oh and again, hey engagement. That's what this show this series is all about Um, I want you guys to leave reviews on itunes stitcher wherever you guys can rate and review the podcast. Please do Uh again, I can't do this without you guys I don't like doing it without you guys and I need more of it I need more so I can start spreading my wings and flying you guys have supported me uh tremendously and I can't thank you enough and it's time that I take this and you guys. You guys are just as much a part of this show as me. And the more engagement I have from you guys, the more I can get your ideas and your thoughts and your voices out there. Um, And I love doing that. So the more I get from you, the more I can give back. Please, please share this with your friends. Let people know about the Common Chaos Podcast. Let people know about Brian Kern. Let people know that I'm here to fucking make shit happen and to light some fires under some people's asses. Um... And yeah, I love you all. You're beautiful. I will talk to you next time. This was a Logan Agency production. For more, visit us at theloganagency.com.